0: Welcome to Holy Spirit Soapbox. I'm your host, Dan. If it's your first time here, welcome. If it's not, welcome back. We're so glad that you were able to uh, jump on here and listen in. Uh, I was talking to somebody not too long ago, and it really broke my heart. They were saying things like, you know, I wish I was never born. You know, I feel like I don't belong in this generation. I just feel so awkward and weird and unwanted and just, I don't belong. You know, I wish I was born in a different decade. And it broke my heart. It really broke my heart (laughs) when I talked to this person. And I wish I didn't feel like this. And I don't know if you feel like this today or have felt like this in the past, or maybe, hopefully, you don't feel like this, but maybe you will feel like this in the future. I don't know. But I really want to tell you otherwise, right? That God planned for us to be here today, for whatever reason it is, and we're going to get into that, but I just want you to know that you're loved by this God. Normally, I'm all cheery and happy, like, hey, welcome to the podcast. No, it broke my heart so much that I feel the need to start this way. And for everyone that wants to say, hey, Mr. Christian Dan, aren't you supposed to be joyful and rejoicing? all the time, because you are Christian. Yeah, but we can also be empathetic, right? And in this case, when somebody feels like they weren't supposed to be born now, or wish they never were born, right? That should trigger us to want to help them feel like they are wanted, because that's exactly what God wants them to feel. So this all in mind, the episode today is called God planned for us to be here today. You know, I often think that things like technology is so advanced nowadays that it creates so many distractions for us that keeps us from following Christ more deeply, right? So, I mean, technology is awesome, don't get me wrong, because if it wasn't for technology, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. You wouldn't be listening to me from across the globe, or across the country, wherever you are. But it can also be a curse for us, where we have all these shows, we have all these games, we have all these, you know, podcasts, you know, except for this one, of course. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, we have all these things that can distract us from following God. That actually made me think. I'm like, well, what if I was born in a different generation? Like, In the past, how would I have been during 8,000 BC or 33 AD or even back in like 1800 AD? Would I be following Christ just as much as I do now? Or would I be following less or maybe more? I don't know. There weren't laptops and video games and TVs back in 8,000 BC or 33 AD or 1800 AD. None of it. None of that existed, so there were less distractions, but we all know that people were still distracted. It's easy to forget that distractions have always been around since the fall of man. All the way back to Adam and Eve, the distraction was a serpent and the fruit. You know, so then I think of ways in which I could be a better follower of Jesus and or how I can possibly talk to people about him more. And that becomes daunting. Then that becomes a distraction. Then it's a slippery slope. And I'm like, God, if you just put me here in a different generation, I wouldn't be as distracted. And, you know, I would probably be talking about you more, living for you more. I wouldn't have these things like TV shows or whatever else in my face all the time. And then I just get more frustrated and then it becomes like, well, why am I even here, God? I wish I was never born. Why did you even put me here? We forget that the world still exists today and that all of us are here today for a reason. God could have ended the world years ago, but he decided that us being here right now is important for his plan. Hmm. In 1 Corinthians 10.13, Paul's writing to the church in Corinth, and he says this, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. That's a New International Version. But we often translate this verse into saying, God does not allow us to have more than we can handle. He doesn't allow us to bite off more than we can chew. This verse sings in my head when I think of why we're here now rather than a different time period. Or why we're here at all, for that matter, right? God knows my heart better than anyone. He knows how I would react or feel in certain situations. He also knows our strengths and weaknesses that could be used for His greater good. We don't know. We don't know who we might be affecting every day of our lives. There could be this one person that you interact with every day, or here and there, that looks forward to you being around. There could be someone that you encourage each time you talk to them, or you might be the reason somebody laughs or has been given a reason to want to fall back in love. Better yet, your faith in Christ might be the way that someone breaks free from the chains that they're bound to and gives them hope. We sometimes have no idea what God is doing in our lives or how we're blessing another person or community. And that right there should be the reason to be joyful, to know that God is using you for something great. Wow. Golly. I just went full preacher mode on y'all, man. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Man, the Holy Spirit is here and on fire. Call the fire truck. Call the fire track. No, no, but in all honesty, in all seriousness now, okay, all this in mind, I pray that this can give you hope today. In a time where we seem to be full of hopelessness and and just depression, you have the gifts that God has given you to help participate with Him while here on earth, right now, today. Identify those gifts and embrace them. And know that you are loved by the creator of the entire universe who wants nothing but what is best for you. And you may not feel like it right now, but you are needed in many, many, many ways. And to prove this, let's jump into God's word with some verses to meditate on. If you have a pen and paper, or maybe that trusty piece of distracting technology to write these down, great. If not, no worries. These are in the description to refer back to, as well as on Holy So those verses are Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, verse eleven, first Corinthians chapter twelve, verses four through eleven, and Revelation chapter twenty one, verse four. And after you've read and meditated on these verses, I have a few questions for you that I want to ask that will help you understand where you're at with trusting God's plans, right, for all of our lives. Whether or not you see it manifesting in front of you right now, He is doing stuff in all of our lives, big things for the greater good. These questions are as follows. Question one, has there ever been a time where you have felt hopeless. Why did you feel that way? Question two, would you still feel your hopelessness if you physically walked with Jesus or grew up in a different area of the world or a different time period, etc.? Would that hopelessness change? Would it be any different? And finally, question three, what are some gifts that you can use in the current time or year that you live in that could strengthen your relationship with God and help others. Thank you so much once again for listening in. You're a huge blessing to me and others. Please continue to spread the word about Holy Spirit Soapbox so that we can all continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And with that said, let's talk to God in prayer and we can close ourselves out here. If you can bow your heads, feel free. If you are physically unable to bow your head or you're driving or something, please don't. But let's talk to God. Thank you, God, for giving us the opportunity to be here, right here, right now, to participate with you in your plans. We know that everything you do, whether seen or unseen by us, is is for the greater good of all of mankind. We have hope knowing that you have conquered death and have given us eternal life, and know that we all play a major role, not only here on earth, but in your heart. We love you and give you all of the glory in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen.